0: Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast, where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too. And now, your host, David Young. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Drone to 1K podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 1. I am your host, David Young. I'm actually coming at you today from Memphis, Tennessee. I am here visiting uh, my sister and her family. Actually, all my brothers and sisters are here with their families. There's about <laughs> 20 of us here. Um, but just uh, recording the intro today, um, it is New Year's Eve today, uh, and I'm really excited about this episode coming out. This should be released on Tuesday, January 5th, um, and we'll be live to you. That's when we're starting season three. Uh, before we dive in, I just wanted to go over uh, a few quick things, who we're talking to, a couple of updates since, you know, it's been a little while since we've released uh, a new season, a new podcast episodes, Uh, so a few updates, and then we'll dive in. Um, So let me tell you in advance, today we're talking to Liam of Bentley Studios. Really enjoyed this uh, episode, like all episodes, I really, I love talking to people, getting their stories, hearing about how they got started, um, because honestly, the beginning is really the hardest part for people. Once you get known and you get referrals and you know you're getting work in the door things become a lot easier but that first initial push to get people to know who you are and to get your first paying clients and figuring all that out that's really like the hardest part. You're doing the most work for the least amount of financial results. So I think that's really important to hear how other people have done that. So Liam does an awesome job of walking us through that and taking us through some of his journey. And I think one of the coolest parts is that Liam is only 21 years old, or at least was when we recorded this uh, a few months ago. So uh, young guy out there really getting after it, crushing it. Um, I love just what he was bringing to the table with this interview. So excited to bring that to you in just a moment. Um, Some cool things we're doing for season three that are a little bit different than we did before. So for all of season three, we recorded video. So if you wanna watch the video interview of me and Liam for the Drone 1K podcast, we're gonna make those available on our YouTube channel. And then we'll also, I believe, be embedding those videos um, on our website, so where the show notes are, we'll have you know a podcast player, but we'll also have that video there if you'd like um, watching video instead. So that's a cool option. We're going to try to cut that up and put some snippets on our social media and Facebook. So if you're not already following us on Facebook or Instagram, make sure you do that. On Facebook, we are Drone Launch Academy. On Instagram, we're actually just Drone Launch, so a bit of a shorter URL there. Um, but if you're not following us there, go follow us there because we're going to be releasing um, some shorter snippets and some of our favorite tips and tidbits that our podcast guests are sharing. Um, So it'd be good, uh, especially if you're not able to catch the podcast when it first comes out, you can um, see our social media and catch some of our favorite parts of the podcast there. Now, another thing that we're doing that I think is going to be a lot of fun is that for our hardcore listeners, people who listen to the podcast right when it comes out, we are going to have some prizes um, to reward you. Okay, so here's how it's going to work when the podcast episode comes out. So we're gonna release podcast episodes on Tuesdays. So if you're listening to this, it's a Tuesday and this applies right now if you're listening um, during the first week. Uh, so on Tuesday, in the email that we send out to our email list, we will provide a link to a little form. And there'll be maybe one question, two questions on there and it will be from the podcast. So some Easter eggs or a little podcast trivia, you know, something that will let us know that you listened to the podcast and we're kind of paying attention uh, and soaking it up. right? So if you listen to the podcast, go to that kind of form slash quiz, whatever you want to call it, uh, and answer the question there, you will be entered to win some prizes. And the only people that can enter are the ones that get the question correct, which they're not going to be hard, it's just going to be from listening to the podcast. You get the question correct uh, and you enter within the first week of the podcast being released. So at the end of the week, We will pick um, some winners. There are going to be five winners. So here's what we are giving out as prizes. So kind of in varying levels of value. So we're going to give away a hat. We're going to give away, uh, like a drone launch hat, like flat bill thing where you can pick a different style hat if you want. Um, A shirt. You can pick the color and things like that. Um, A mug, drone launch coffee mug. Uh, And then they go up a little bit. And then we're going to give away um, a free course. So you can pick um, from some of our courses and then... The one I'm most excited about is actually we're going to give away a free 15-minute coaching call with me and the podcast guest from that episode. So for this episode, Liam has agreed to come on for 15 minutes and schedule a call with you. So if you um, are interested to pick his brain a little bit more, you want to ask me some questions, um, just get some general advice, or literally just shoot the breeze for 15 you know minutes or whatever, it's up to you. Um, but a short coaching call is another option on there. So you will uh, essentially answer the questions and then you're gonna write the order in which prize you would like. So hey, if I'm the first one chosen, here's my first choice. If I'm the second, you know, basically we'll look at your list and whichever prize is left that's at the top of your list, um, we will give you that one, right? And we'll sort that out until the five prizes are gone. We will pick randomly from the list of people that got the trivia question correct, okay? So hopefully that's not too confusing, you go fill out the form, you list what you want in terms of your wish list on prizes, uh, and then we're going to randomly pick at the end of the week. And again, the prizes are a shirt, a hat, a mug, a course, or a 15-minute call with me and the podcast guest. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun, I'm excited about it, I think it'll be a good way for you all to engage and hopefully get people involved and get people kind of taking action uh, and listening to the podcast episodes as they come out. All right, so if you don't see that, go to the email um, that the podcast came in. If you're not on our email list, just go to dronelaunchacademy.com and then wait like three seconds and a little thing will come up from the top and it'll say, hey, jump on our email list here. If you just fill your name and email in there, um, you will be on our email list and you will get uh, the podcast episode announcements when they come out so that you can um, fill it in. So you got to be on our email list to get the link. Okay, with that said, sorry, I know I've covered a lot. Uh, we will get into the podcast episode. I just wanted to make, be clear on that and walk through that. Um, one last thing, like always, if you like this podcast, please tell someone else about it. And if you would like to leave us a review, um, typically on Apple Podcasts, but can, it can be wherever, um, leave us a review, take a screenshot, email me at david at and I will send you a little gift uh, as a thank you for taking the time to do that. Reviews are really awesome for us. We have 135 reviews right now. Almost all of them are five stars. I think somebody, one person, left us a four-star review. Maybe two people, which is fine. I want it to be an honest review, so I'm super grateful for those, and I think they really help get our show out to more people. All right, with no further ado, let's dive into today's interview with Liam. Everybody, welcome to the Drone to One K Podcast. Today I have uh, Liam on with us. Um, And what's your business name, Liam? Remind me one more time. It's Bentley P and V Photo and Video. Yes. So
1: it's it's Bentley's Photography and Video. Okay. but I'm actually just change it to Bentley Studios to make it a little oh. easier to remember, so sweet short and sweet, I like it, so yes, Liam with Bentley Studios
0: uh with us on the first episode of season three of the drone One k podcast, pretty pumped that we're actually in a third season here, but yeah, welcome uh Liam, why Thank don't you, you just introduce yourself maybe and give us like a quick background of like who you are and like a okay. short snippet about your company. And we'll dive into like the full story later, but just you. know,
1: so yeah, yeah, my name is Liam, and I own now Bentley Studios, and I specialize in photography and video, kind of in every different aspect, mostly just in the wedding industry. So I average about 40 weddings a year between photography and video, and then actually incorporate the drone into those wedding videos when I can. But then I also do a decent amount of relating photos, inside, outside, and then aerial as well. And then I also do a lot of stuff for roofing companies so i'll go out and take photos of like the transitions of projects as they are completed and then kind of put together a time lapse for them afterwards
0: cool i like that that's neat all right thanks for the rundown i like to start typically on these podcasts kind of going back to either when people first started using drones but it sounds like maybe in your case because you're kind of encompassing kind of like all photo and video yes. which you know it's, it's fairly common you know it's like A drone is just a tool, so a lot of times it's just a piece of someone's arsenal, you know. So maybe let's go back to when you first started getting into like photo and video, just period, and how kind of your business started from the beginning.
1: Yeah, so I've been an entrepreneur since I was fifteen. I actually start my first business was an iPhone repair business. Nice. My older sister was notorious for breaking her phone, and I always loved to take things apart. And I'm like, why not make this into a business? And did that for three years. I repaired over three hundred iPhones. Kind of save oh, that money nice. to then fund the photography business. Real quick I got question. my how much? Yes. How much
0: would you charge to fix? This is not an iPhone uh, repair podcast, but just, <laughs> I always love Devin yes. like, entrepreneurial stuff. So how much would you charge to fix an iPhone?
1: So back then, I was able to get the screens for around fifty bucks. Uh, hmm. I worked with a company called iCracked. Basically, it was kind of like an Uber for iPhone repairs. Okay, so people could go on to this app and see what technicians were around and were able to book you so average repair was between like 130 dollars to 200 bucks and they 100%. were certified apple screens so you weren't getting any cheap knockoffs
0: yeah cool so you were just like a part of that kind of like network mm-hmm. of people who could fix the phones yes sweet cool man so how much money were you able to save from doing all the iphone repair stuff
1: i saved around 10 grand sweet that's awesome when you so, were yeah. a teenager yes Jeez, dude kind of wanna I always had kind of had that idea of like, all right, what can I do next? And that was the, the first thing and just kind of got me skyrocketed yeah. into the next aspect of it.
0: How old are you now? I'm 21. 21. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, dude. We actually have had someone on here who was a, uh, a senior in high school too. And okay. had, dr- had drum, so I love to hear, uh, from the younger side too. Cause I get, you know, we get people who are like 16 who are taking mm-hmm. their part one of seven exam and wanting to do it. And, you know, we have people who are also like, Retired too, you know. That are yes. saying like, oh, I retired, and now I just want like a cool hobby. So it's uh, it's fun to kind of get like the broad end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, all right, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Uh, carry yeah. on, sorry. So you saved up ten grand. Carry on.
1: Yes, yeah. So I got my first camera was when I was thirteen, and just kind of loved to take pictures of whatever. Um, and then in high school, I was the school photographer, and then that led into one of the teachers asked. She's like, "Hey, I see you. You take photos. Would you ever have any interest?" and filming a wedding. I'm getting married next summer, and I want to give you the opportunity to do so. How so old were I'm you at the like, time? I was 16, 17. Nice, okay. And did the first wedding, sweated through five shirts. <laughs> uh, it happened. I got through it, and I'm like, I really enjoy this. I love seeing, being a part of so many people's special days, and then the final product of giving them their video, or their photos, seeing them tear up. That, that means the most to me. I'm like, I want to do this.
0: Cool. And so and you, were like, you were like 17 then. So did you just dive into it at that point?
1: Yes. I started doing like social media videos. Simple stuff is you're kind of limited to a minute. I would reach out to local businesses and be like, hey, I'm a starting business owner. I want to try to get into social media. I see it's an upcoming platform. I see you, kinda, you guys are kind of lacking in the area and I love to kind of help. Hmm. So a lot of free so, jobs so outside
0: of even just out of outside of even just like wedding stuff, you just were diving into video production and general. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because I
1: felt like the more experience I had, the better I would get.
0: Yeah, man. Awesome. So you were just kind of offering those for free at that point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. And what, what kind of reception did you get when you'd reach out?
1: Um, I'd actually get some, I, some turned down. No, we kind of have our own thing. We don't really want to dabble into that. And then some were like, yeah, for sure. We'd love to have you come out. We, we value that you want to do it for free and we're going to give you the opportunity to do so. And then it was more of, I valued it as a, a networking opportunity.
0: Yeah, for you sure. Never
1: know where those opportunities will lead you.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Man. And you know, I don't know, I'm not sure if you've listened to any of these podcast episodes, but it's funny. I just, you always hear similar um, like similar methods, right? So a lot of, mm-hmm. like a lot of people are like, yeah, man, I just got out there, shot some free stuff, built, built up like a uh, some experience and a demo reel and connections and then, uh, it seems like that's a, a really good way to get started. So that's cool to hear that you did that too. Was anybody like offended that you said, Hey, like, how did you delicately say like your stuff kind of sucks? Uh, could I take a shot at it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of experienced a lot with, with the iPhone repairs because people didn't really understand that when you repair a screen, it doesn't fix your whole phone. Yeah. So I was kind of fortunate. I had that kind of experience of people turning me down and giving me attitude that I was like, all right, I can try to find a happy medium and." not offend anyone, but then also, um, help them out.
0: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's probably great that you had experience because a lot of what people I think experience in the beginning or something that kind of turns them off is, you know, it's, it's hard to, if you're not used to dealing with rejection that you kind of feel nervous, like, Oh, I don't want to bother them. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want them to say no. So it's, yeah, it's it's probably awesome that you had that.
1: Yes. No, I valued it very much and I feel it very benefited me.
0: So, So you started doing this and then when did, I guess, when did you start uh, getting paying clients? Like how did that transition happen from, you know, dabbling with free stuff and reaching out to businesses and how did that progress into your first paying client?
1: Yeah, kind of toward the end of high school, I started doing a lot of senior photos. Getting that I was close with everyone in my school, the clientele was already there um, and then it kind of led to more paying opportunities. And then every once in a while, I'd try to reach out and get opportunities to film a wedding. And then just kind of over time, as I started to have more to show people, I started getting booked more and just kind of led to more opportunities with that spectrum.
0: Nice. Did you find after you started doing more work that you were getting like word of mouth referrals or? Uh...
1: I, I give a lot of my success for just word of mouth. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm one that loves to go out and just talk to people and create those friendships. And I feel that a lot of my success have been from those. Those relationships.
0: Nice. Um, so you're doing senior photos. I'm assuming the parents were probably paying for the senior photos, not the high yes. school students. <laughs> yeah. No. So how did you? How did you convince? Were you? Who were you selling to? Did you try to get with the parents and be like, "Hey, you want? I can do your your kids' senior photos." or Were you talking to the your friends and your friends were convincing their parents?
1: More of my friends. It was just easier. I knew them, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, you take photos. Can we hire you to do our senior photos?" It made it easy. They didn't have to go out and find a photographer. Yeah. And they That's just awesome, convinced some parents to pay hey, hey, <laughs> this kid. He wants to take, let the them do photos. the selling
0: for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, all right. So you started doing more weddings and you're getting into that. Um, when did you start, I guess, when did you start first dabbling into drones?
1: So I'd say around the end of my senior year, um, I bought a Fana four pro nice. and fell in love with it. I had little drones off and on before then, but nothing, nothing substantial whatsoever that they're okay. more just like little RC cars. Yeah. that I ended up crashing and whatnot. But <laughs> at the time, there was, wasn't much. many people local that had any drones. So I'm like, hey, maybe this is a good opportunity. At that point, I just registered it. I was able to, wherever my weddings were, I just contacted the venue. It was like, hey, would you mind if I do this? I'd give you the footage in return. Um, I'm not licensed or anything at the time, but I want to try to see if this is even something that I'd want to do. Gotcha. And then as it started picking up, I'm like, all right, I need to get my license and get everything checked out. So then I don't have any issues down the road.
0: Nice. Cool, man. So, um, with your, I'm guessing with your, when you incorporate the drone stuff, that's just kind of part of your package, right? You're not like charging extra for the drone or are you? For the
1: weddings? No. Um, it really just depends on the venue. Sometimes I need to request access to fly there. And I've had some venues that have charged me a fee that if I want to use my drone, I have to pay a certain amount. What? I know
0: how because much is, they how feel much of like he's
1: fee? you know, like fifty to hundred bucks, so it's nothing crazy, but it's more of the security of the venue. They're like, "All right, if this kid really wants to use his drone, he's gonna have to pay us."
0: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, exploit exploit this. Yes. So, what, what's their justification for having a fee?
1: Um I think it's just more of the the safety aspect of it that they think that oh if he doesn't really know how what he's doing he won't pay the fee.
0: Oh maybe, I don't know. Do you do you usually get like any type of like liability insurance specifically for the drone or are you just kind of
1: Yeah, so I have drone insurance now. Um okay. it's also with my business insurance so it's like yeah. I was to get a com- combination of it. Cool. So now like venues, I'll show them, I'll give them the proof of my insurance. I'll show them my license. And then usually no one ever has any issues.
0: Nice. Nice. Cool. Um, all right, man. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, so how did you, so I guess you were saying you kind of just started doing free work for people. Cause I think one of the, one of the issues that I'm trying to, to uncover un, not uncover, but like help people with is, you know, a lot of people, they say, cool, I've got a drone. Like how do I go out there and like actually like start getting clients and yeah paying, paying gigs and so that's that's something I love to try to dissect when I talk to people mm-hmm. um and it sounds like I me mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong you know you just started contacting people to do free work and it and it just kind of turned into paying gigs or did you have a different yes. strategy of like okay hey it's time to start making some money with this I'm gonna make like a like a concerted effort to go find paying clients
1: it was more a, kind of a gradual increase that I started out pretty cheap. And then over, over time, I, was, I had more experience, more, my portfolio got larger. I'm like, all right, now I can gradually increase my prices because of my, my experience and then what equipment I had at the time.
0: Yeah. Were you doing any like cold calling for business or were you just like doing free
1: stuff until people started contacting you for, for work? More, more of that. A lot of free stuff and then I would just someone would see it on Instagram message me hey would you want to do this for me mm. and then it just kind of a large spider web kind of just expanded and yeah I'm um, fortunate I was just a lot of networking that led to the those opportunities
0: cool now with um so I'm, I'm, do you what do you do for for like your social media stuff do you have like a system that like cool, every time I shoot something I put it on Instagram put it on Facebook I mean do you have anything like that or is it just kind of like casual whenever you get to it kind of thing
1: um, a little of both. I'd say I, I somewhat have a system um, for my new business page that it's very after a shoot or after it's always, a, I always have a, try to have a grid on Instagram. So that's the first thing okay. people look at when they go onto to your page is your grid. So having, whether it's like a color photo, black and white photo, color photo, so it looks consistent. So so
0: you're kind of of doing like a theme with your whole like feed mm -hmm. on Instagram. Gotcha.
1: Yes. There's a lot of times when people like see your page, they click on it. And if it's too like eclectic, they just kind of like bypass it. But if it has a cool look to the grid, like some people like to have, whether it's like six different photos and it's actually just one photo. Mm, Yeah. When you look on the grid, you see it's actually just one photo, but it's actually six different posts that combine the one photo.
0: Yeah. 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 That's cool. Well, that's awesome. And so, So I'm going to keep moving through maybe some of your business stuff. So you start, you, uh, you're getting into doing some wedding stuff. You've done some free work. Um, how much kind of, I guess maybe at this point, like earlier on, were you charging for a
1: wedding? Um, starting out, I was around 500 bucks for the wedding.
0: And what would you like, what would they get for that?
1: Usually like an eight to 15 minute highlight video.
0: And would you do just a video or are
1: you doing pictures too? Just the video for that price. Okay, cool. I mean, that's pretty cheap as far, as far as weddings go. So yeah, I was more of like, I just want the experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's more like, all right, down the road. But you're still I a teenager these, at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like 500 bucks for a Saturday. Sure. Spend a week to edit it and then give it away and then I'm done with it.
0: Dude, that's awesome. So, um, all right, so you're doing 500 bucks. And then you said, as you're getting better at it, you start. Um, Increase charging a little bit more. So when did you start? So you're doing a bunch of weddings. When did you start kind of breaking out into kind of some other areas?
1: So I'd say toward the end of high school, I got more into the drone stuff. So I felt mm-hmm. like I love doing it. It's like a video game, being able to take the drone up and get a different perspective. Yeah. Um, so uh, locally there's where I'm at, there's tons of realtors. Like I feel it's, it's crazy how many realtors we have. So I, where, by the way, where are
0: you? What part of the country are you in?
1: I'm in Ohio.
0: Okay. What part of Ohio? Uh,
1: Youngstown. Okay. It's like an cool. hour away from Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Gotcha. Okay. In the cool. middle.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. Uh, it's a bunch of realtors in your area.
1: Yes. There's, uh, it's, it's crazy. So I would just reach out on social media. I'd see a lot of them are just using their like iPhone or like a cheap point and shoot just to take these photos. And I'm like, Hey, I want to give you this opportunity. I want to up your photography. And I'm learning. I'm starting new. I would love to do a couple houses for free. So at that time I was trying to incorporate more of the drone just to see that being there many realtors, that didn't have drones or had someone to do it that I could kind of become the go-to drone pilot in the area. And that's where I kind of fell in love with the drone. And I was like, this is, this is cool. I love yeah. doing this.
0: So are you hitting them up on Instagram or Facebook? More or? Instagram.
1: Yeah. And I find you- locally for me, it was every, all the realtors are Instagram. Yeah. Because they so kind of focus ha- more to the younger generation. You're good. Gotcha.
0: No, sorry. I didn't mean, <laughs> didn't mean to keep going. You know. um, so how would you find them on Instagram? Are you just do searching
1: for like hashtags of like, you know, mm-hmm. hashtags, kind of real estate or something? Hashtags or the real estate companies. Because okay. usually those realtors would fo- follow those pages or that okay. company would give those realtors shout outs on the main page.
0: Gotcha. So you're just looking for that contact the realtor, mm-hmm. and realtor. Shoot them a DM saying, "Hey, can I do some free houses for you?" And are you doing just photographs, or are you doing like videos of the houses too?
1: Just photographs. Gotcha. And did they did they like that? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I actually landed. I still have a good seven realtors that from me being at end of high school that I just messaged on Instagram that I still do houses for.
0: Cool. Now, when did you switch from going? How did you switch from saying, "Hey, here's a couple free houses." Did they then ask you, oh, I like these. How much do you charge to do this on a regular basis? How did that
1: conversation go? It was more at the beginning. I was just like, all right, I'll do one house for free. Oh, okay. And then after that, let's sit down and let's see what kind of price you're looking for.
0: Okay. And what, how did that conversation go? Like, what did you guys end up landing on?
1: Um, I found realtors can be pretty cheap <laughs> and don't like to spend money. I'm just laughing because <laughs> I literally feel like it's a broken record. Every time uh, I have someone on the podcast,
0: they say the same exact things. Uh, sorry, but Carrie, go ahead. So, how did that conversation go?
1: So we kind of came to a happy medium. Um, an average house for me, me now is 150 bucks just for the photos. And I mean, they,
0: to be honest, like from what I've heard talking to people, just for photographs, says, that's pretty good.
1: Um, I I do bracketing. Okay, I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah. So, well, why do you
0: explain, explain it photos? for? Explain it for the podcast
1: yeah so on a lot of DSLRs now they have this option where you could take five or six photos or as many as you want and then every photo is at a different exposure so it's gonna bring out different parts of the photo so if you have a lot of windows it's gonna take one for the exposure of inside the room it's also gonna take one for the exposure outside outside the window as well as one in the middle and then I have a software that puts them all together. So you see like on a lot of these realtors, like high-end houses, they these photos don't look real. And it's because yeah. of the bracketing that you're able yep. to put those together and then bring things out to make it look almost fake, but realtors love it. So
0: are you using Lightroom or something else for the um,
1: Yeah, I use Lightroom for the most part. Yeah. Um and then I actually use oh what's it called? There's another software I'll have to, to look and see what it is, but You literally just plug the photos in and it does everything for you.
0: Nice. Yeah, I've seen a couple of softwares out there that are like specifically for real estate where it'll, you upload your multiple photos, put them together and like messes with all settings. It's like, how real do you want this to look? And you can like drag Mm -hmm. the slider and it just looks like a cartoon versus like, Um, yeah, so for the people, yeah, you did a good job explaining it. Basically, like if you took, and if you really don't know much about photography, exposure is basically just like how much light is like coming in, like the brightness Mm -hmm. of it. And so, if you take a picture, like you were saying, like adjust it for the inside, like your eyes do a good job, like your physical eyes do a good job of like adjusting for the light in both, but cameras, if you adjust it for the inside, it just looks like heaven is coming in through the window. It's yeah. like super bright and washed out, so you kinda have to like do that. And then you do the other picture where the inside's now super dark, but you can see outside, and then you use a computer program to put them together, and now you can kinda like see both, and it makes it look, makes it look cool, so. Yes. Um, nicely, so you're doing the bracketing. So you're doing photography photos inside, and out, uh, you're doing like interior photography and drone photos and other exterior photography too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I thought you were saying 150 bucks just for drone photos.
1: No, just for, the inside, like, that, that, just for
0: the inside photos. That just the inside photos.
1: Yes, a okay. drones uh, is another hundred on top of that.
0: Okay, so 250 for like a full photography package. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. That sounds like ballpark of like what we've yeah we've I worked. find
1: locally it's pretty reasonable and that's yeah. really like the most they want to pay
0: yeah that's awesome I mean so how many so how many like how much of this business are you doing now with real estate is that like part of your main thing or are you still kind of more focused it sounds like you might be still more focused on the
1: wedding part more focused on the wedding I'm kind of leaning more towards that um, I have four employees so we all kind of divide and yeah so for weddings we try to split up so sometimes I'll double book weekends I'll send two, two people to one wedding, I'll go do the other wedding, then one, another employee and kind of go back and forth. So I Dude, try you're to You're 21 focus. years old, you got four employees. <laughs> yes. Get out of here. Um, so I try to focus more on the weddings, that's where I find the money is at and, and whatnot. But then I still do, during the week, I do a decent amount of aerial photos for roofing companies.
0: Okay, so, so be- on, before we jump into that, because I am yeah. very interested in that, and I think people will be interested in that too. Um, with your, with your wedding business stuff, are you now doing photos for weddings too or still just video? So we do both.
1: So okay. we'll do your photos and your, your video.
0: And so how much are you charging now for like, let's say I, I'm getting married. By the way, I've already been, I'm already married, but let's say I'm Congrats, getting married. All right. uh, and I'm like, all right, uh, uh, you know, I'm getting Liam to do my wedding. Uh, I want video and photos. Uh, what do you, what, what's the price point for that now?
1: So for my videos, they're eight to 15 minute highlight videos that kind of Mm -hmm. showcase the whole day and you have complete control over what's in that video. Well, you have more of one thing or less of the other, or you want your full vowels, that kind of thing. Those average between two to 3000 just for the video. Okay. And then photos, I go by an hourly rate of 300 and then there's not really a max or a minimum on the hours being that we're already there.
0: So that's hours at the event. Not like that doesn't include like editing and any of that stuff. No, right? so that's kind of wrapped in. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So.
1: So average um, wedding for me is between like 45 and five grand.
0: For photos and videos. Yeah. Nice. Wow. That's awesome, dude. And are you doing, I mean, it sounds like you have a team now. So are you doing all the video editing yourself or are you kind of still splitting that up with your team?
1: Um, I do all of it because okay. I feel it's more of people book me for my look and style. style yeah that I feel like if I give it to someone else, it kind of takes away from that. Yeah. So I right now I take control of all of it. It's somewhat of a pain to, to edit everything, but yeah. I have a pretty good system and I can get pretty quick through things.
0: That's awesome that you mentioned that because you know I find the people on here who are making the most money are the ones that, when I say on here, I mean like people I've interviewed on mm-hmm. the podcast, those who are making the most money are the people who, like kind of like focused on something and they develop a system and they can just like bang it out super fast.
1: Yes. um, because they. So yeah, that's what I found over time that I kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything in the the video and photography realm that like, uh, like you just said, once you kind of find your niche and you hone in on that, you can be very successful with that niche. That's what you specialize in.
0: Dude. I think that's awesome advice. And I think that's something that people need to hear because a lot of times they're like, Ooh, I'm going to start a drone business. Like, Oh, what are you going to do? And at first they might not know like what the opportunities are. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, well I'm going to do uh, like wedding videos. And I'm also going to do like, uh, you know, orthomosaic maps for uh, architects. And I'm going yes. to, it's like, you might be able to do all those at like a five out of 10 level, but like after a while you probably want to like lock it down oh, a little bit yes. more, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's great advice. So, all right. So you got, so you got the wedding stuff that's probably heavily weekends. You said during the week, you're still shooting some for photographers. Now, are you doing any like, uh, like are they ever interested in like a, a real estate, like walkthrough tours for these residential properties? Yeah. Or?
1: So I'll actually get those every once in a while. Um, okay. they like them for social media. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a 32nd, a minute walkthrough of the house mm-hmm. that I'll usually just put my camera on, like a three axis gimbal, and mm-hmm. walk through the house and record that and then toss in some drone footage and then call it a day.
0: Are you, uh, how much are you charging for something like that?
1: 150 bucks. Okay. For the nice. walkthrough.
0: Yeah. 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 And, um, and then, so you've got, so you do a little bit of walkthrough. It sounds like the photography is what people like, you know, like the most. Yes. Um, so let's, now let's shift to like, so how did you get into doing
1: some of the roofing stuff? Um, actually word of mouth through the weddings. Okay. I find <laughs> the weddings. Long. Yeah. Weddings. Actually. Okay. People love drones at weddings. I don't know what it is. They just think it's like the coolest thing, especially when they have some drinks in them. Uh, (laughs) That it just kind of led to different opportunities that I met. He owned a roofing company locally, and they specialize in like schools and large commercial properties. Cool. And he's like, hey, would you want to come out? I kind of see what you do. Would you want to come out and kind of film the progress of projects? Mm -hmm. He's like, we love to show clients the start and the end, but also how everything works in between. And then he's like, we can also use it for something we can kind of display to potential clients to be like, hey, this is what the progress looks like.
0: Yep, that's awesome. So are you mainly just working with that main company or you have other ones too that you work with?
1: Um, I have other ones I work with, but the the main one, I do about five shoots a week for them. Whoa,
0: just with one company. They must be doing a pretty good amount of business then, huh?
1: Yeah, right now they're doing a lot of schools. Being that they're all closed for the summer. Oh, yeah. It's the perfect time to redo their roofs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, that's awesome. And, and I think that's just such a good example of, it's of like, hey, you just got to get out there, start shooting stuff. And especially with you, right? Like one thing leads to another, right? You're shooting a wedding. Yes. And then, you know, that leads to the roofing thing. And, you know, we hear so much of this is like the hardest part is just like getting it moving. It's like rolling a giant boulder, right? It's like hard mm-hmm. to push it at first. But once you're rolling, like it's a lot easier to get other stuff happening.
1: And I, I'm one that I always try to kind of be a part of a lot of different things. I'm one that it's some, sometimes a negative. I kind of run myself short, but I love to be a part of different aspects of what I do. Um, I'm also on the board of a local technical school for, cool. as a media specialist. So I get to work with high school students, whether they're interested in drones, film, or photo, and kind of help teach classes, but then also give them a, a perspective of someone close to their age of what they can do. Um, kind of similar to what you're, you're trying to do with this podcast that kind of show, all right, there's opportunities out there. You just yeah. got to look and look
0: for yeah. it. no, That's awesome, man. I love that. Um, real quick, I had a thought. I'm going to jump back yes. quick to the wedding. You're doing drones at weddings. How do you, um, I mean, I don't know, for people who have never flown a drone before, like a yes. uh, Mavic or a Phantom, Like those things can be pretty noisy. It sounds like a swarm of bees. Uh, like yes. How do you, how do you um, tactfully integrate that into a wedding?
1: Yeah, so I have a Mavic 2 Pro right now. Mm-hmm. And this, the noise compared to the Phantom 4 is like night and day. Oh, really? So you can be pretty stealthy with it. Um, I try to incorporate the drone whether it's an outdoor ceremony or if it's on like a large property that has a lake mm-hmm. or if they're exiting the church after the ceremony. So it's almost, it's not like during the ceremony where it's going to cause any noise. It's more of the after effect. So it's not a distraction and people are looking at the drone more than the couple getting married.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And so do you, do you kind of, do you ask the couple, Hey, do you guys want a drone or not?
1: Or do you Um, just kind of say, I'm doing it? It's, it's, I bring it. It's always there with me. Um, If I have the opportunity, I'll incorporate it. Um, But also contact the venue beforehand and just make sure there's no restrictions or anything um, and get permission from them beforehand just to make sure that I don't get the cops calling me because I'm flying the drone. I'd rather have every, all my, my, uh, yes, everything, all my ducks in a row beforehand. Yeah. Um,
0: so you're not, it's not uh, like, all right, do you take, it's like coming over their Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, Uh Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that's awesome. All right. So, so roofing, so how much are you charging? So real quick, so what you're doing for these roofing companies, it sounds like you're, are you taking the photos from kind of like the same exact angles each time or like what kind of photos are you grabbing for them? Um, and are you, so it sounds like you're doing kind of a couple questions. Let me clarify. Yes. What kind of pictures are you taking? And then like, how often are you going out there to capture them?
1: So for each project, um, I usually go out once a week or once every two weeks and then I'll take photos. So I usually take about 15 to 20 photos, different angles, different heights, but usually always a 360 of the building. So a picture at each angle to kind of showcase the different progress of the roofing stuff. I try to keep every shoot different so then it doesn't look repetitive because they like to see different perspectives. Okay. Um, So I'll take about 15 to 20 photos, but then I'll spend about 20 to 30 minutes in taking video. So usually I always start with like a 360 of the building, but then depending on what section of the roof they're working on, I'll focus more on that section for this week.
0: Gotcha. So it's like a different kind of, so it's more of like a, a live, well, not live, but a, they're a video look in at the, yes. at the roof each week.
1: So then they also, so I actually, after each day, I'll edit them and I'll upload them up to Google drive. and send it to them and then they'll actually send it to the owner of the building. Mm, so then they cool. can see what happened this week on their project.
0: Nice. I'm, I'm guessing that probably helps a lot with their like, client satisfaction if you will yes
1: yeah it gives them a sense that all right they're actually doing work this week um or it's worth the money we're paying them
0: yeah 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 for sure that's great and so how much are they so you're doing this every week i mean how long is a typical roofing project on one of these commercial properties
1: um usually eight to ten weeks
0: oh wow so that's pretty pretty good amount of
1: time so depending on how large the building is and what they're they're doing uh, yeah. some of them are like three, four weeks if it's a super small job that they just need yeah. to go fix something.
0: Yeah. But so how much are you getting paid to do? I mean, if you, again, I'm asking you like kind of invasive yeah. questions, so no, you know, you share what you want, but, um, you know, for a, a job where you're doing some of that video and you're capturing, you know, whatever you said, like 15, 20 photos, um, in every week, like on a typical job that's say like eight weeks long, how much are you charging or getting paid for something like that?
1: So I charge per shoot and it's 300 bucks per shoot flat rate.
0: Okay. And that includes like the video and doing your editing yep. and all that stuff. Video
1: photos and then access to the cloud service.
0: Okay. So, um, so let's say four weeks, one job. That's like what? 1200 bucks a month ish and maybe mm-hmm. two, two months. So like almost like 2,500 bucks, give or take for like yep. a full job like that. That's awesome. So, and then,
1: so I'll do the eight to 10 weeks. And at the end, I'll put together like a minute to two minute video. That's kind of almost a time lapse of the whole gotcha. project. So then they also, they like that to see that afterwards to also show the, the owner of the building or to show to potential clients, or this is what it's going to look like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you, so you don't really, uh, I mean, I was kind of like, uh, spawn on you a little bit beforehand yeah. a couple minutes before we did the podcast because I, you know i was just trying to look at your stuff i didn't see a whole lot of um i definitely saw the wedding stuff come out but i didn't see a whole lot of the roofing stuff um, so
1: a lot of them they don't like them to be shared
0: oh really they just want them for themselves
1: yeah, yeah.
0: okay so are they it's using it on their their own stuff for like marketing or just for their clients
1: just for their clients okay depending on the properties and who owns the properties and what kind of agreement they have. It's more of they like to keep everything in-house.
0: Hmm. Okay. So they're never like, hey, can you make us like a, a highlight reel for our website that we can show? None of that mm-hmm. stuff? No. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, I mean, that sounds like an awesome opportunity um, that I honestly, I don't think we've heard that specific application before. We have some people do a kind of like the roof inspections or kind mm-hmm. of helping get like um you know taking an ortho of the roof to do like the estimate and stuff like that yes um do you ever do any of that or just is just they just want the photos of kind of the progress
1: just for the just the photos and the video i feel like being that i'm more gradually into the more wedding industry and the more kind of fun cinematic stuff i enjoy doing this stuff more yeah yeah, it makes sense Uh, and it's it's a different it's a different look and different perspective
0: yeah i'm always just curious as to kind of like your clients or like people who hire drone pilots, the kind of stuff they're looking for. Cause it kind of mm-hmm. helps people who have never done any of this stuff when they're approaching a potential, let's say they're like, okay, I'm going to go to this roofing company. What am I going to like, what's my pitch? Like, what is my value that I'm going to try to bring them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think hearing your experience and people like you, it helps them know, Oh, here's some potential helpful applications that, you know, maybe a roofing company in my area could use, you yes. know, gives them kind of an angle to think about. So. Um,
1: so I think that that's, they, cool. whether they care less about the, the technical stuff, they just want something that looks good to show clients.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think there's a lot of crossover, at least from other people we've talked to too, like in just kind of general construction too, like, you know, mm-hmm. pr- progress, um, of their different construction sites and things like that. Um, so, so how many, so you started with that one roofing company and it sounds like you have a couple other roofing companies on board. Did you kind of see what they wanted and you reached out to other roofing companies or how did that work?
1: Um, actually from the, the one roofing company. So I, I don't know, they don't like when I share their drone stuff, um, yeah. but I'm assuming they share it with other roofing companies or partners uh-huh. and then I've gotten contacted from their partners. Huh? Okay. Like competitors? No, more of whether it's kind of, I don't know, it's like a roofing network. You could say Okay. that the one, the main roofing company I work for, they're all brothers okay so i i think it's more of that they have connections with other companies that whether they they share projects or if they're overbooked they give them the projects
0: cool it's the people collaborate with
1: yeah so it's more of just i've networked with they share my my product with them and then i i get those those in return
0: that's awesome so you said you're working with like how many different roofing companies now about
1: three roofing companies right now
0: okay and like between all those, you said you're doing like, well, just from the one company, you said you're doing like five shoots a week?
1: Yeah, so they're, it's a pretty large company. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, their average roofing project is like five to $6 million. So they're pretty <laughs> large, substantial projects. <laughs> oh, dude, so
0: like 2,500 bucks for you. They're like, they don't even realize it. Yeah, no, gone. this
1: this is like, no. They're like, hey, yeah, sure, whatever. We'll, we'll send you a check. That's fine. Oh, dude, that's great.
0: Um, so but that's- then the other
1: ones are pretty small companies. Okay. So I may have like one or two shoots from them every two weeks.
0: Still, that's not bad. So, so let's take a snapshot of Liam's life like yes, last, yes. this past week. So you got like, sounds like you're a pretty busy guy. So you got like weddings on the weekends that you have like some staff mm-hmm. that, you, that people help you with. Yes. During the week, you're shooting photos and occasional um, walkthrough videos for residential real estate. And you're doing a bunch of stuff for roofing companies. Yes. right so like how many how many jobs how many drone jobs would you say you're going out to or sorry drone slash video production jobs if you're counting weddings like how many of those are you going out to every week would you say
1: so all yeah so last week um i had three drone shoots Mm -hmm. for the roofing company Mm -hmm. and then i actually had two promotional videos for local businesses Mm-hmm. I'm actually doing small, like about me stories that they can put on their social medias on their website Cool. that especially with, with this current situation with, with COVID right now, a lot of people aren't able to go to these businesses. Okay. So they want to give the opportunities for people to sit down and watch kind of what they offer online That's mm-hmm. where everything is right now. So okay. I've been doing a decent amount of those, but then I had a wedding on Saturday. Cool. So Average week is between like probably like five or six jobs.
0: Gotcha. Cool, man. So, um, and again, I don't know if, uh, I guess people could kind of do math in their heads if not, but like, would you be comfortable sharing like, like in a typical, like, like maybe a good month, in a bad month? I'm assuming things might be slower in the winter up there or is yes. it the same?
1: Um, weddings? No, the people like to get married in the snow. Um, oh, okay. But once the snow comes, really then kind of shuts down. Yeah. Commercial roofing projects kind of shut down.
0: Gotcha. So, would you be comfortable sharing like what is your like, like an example, sample revenue in like a gr- great month and a sample revenue in like a slow month?
1: Yeah. So, come June, July is kind of when weddings pick up. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting married. Everyone likes the warm weather. So, I average between four and five weddings a month at that point. Sometimes both photo and video, sometimes just video um and then usually three three projects during the week i try not to run myself too short mm-hmm. um so that everything gets returned in a decent amount of time so i'd say on a good a good month ten twelve thousand um between everything on a slow month in the winter three four five thousand depending on nice. how many weddings
0: yeah it's awesome man that's, that's a great business especially for 21 years old my,
1: my yes I'm, I'm very fortunate that i've kind of um kind of dabbled into this young and kind of have taken it
0: well i mean dude that just says a lot for you i mean most people i don't know at your age you're just kind of i don't know maybe have a. I was never a party
1: person i never went to any parties i was like all right i gotta work on the weekends i gotta work i got a business
0: yeah most Um, people are just like i don't know what i want to do with my life and you're here just you know making a bunch (laughs) bunch of money so that's awesome you should be really proud of yourself thank you um well all right. Well, we're coming up. To, I I try to keep these between like thirty and forty five minutes. I yes. feel like I can talk to you for another hour, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I'd love to have you on. I don't know. Maybe we'll throw you yes. in season four too. But um, before we go though, I always like I guess two things. Uh, yes. First, it, if you were talking to someone who's like, "Hey, Liam, I I love drones. I want to start a drone business. Um, you know, what advice do you have for me on like how to get started?" and and get and get going
1: what would you say yes so i'm a huge bgi guy starting out i always say start with the new mavic mini um Mm -hmm. i actually i got one just to have it's it's a hoot to fly it's a great like starting point um get that mess around with it for a while and then over time once you feel more comfortable jump up to like a mavic air to the new mavic 2 and then Mm -hmm. start studying for your license. I feel, especially with drones, being that they can be, it's more difficult to kind of jump into than your normal, like, let's just go take some photos on your, like, a camera mm-hmm. that you need that, that experience before you feel comfortable enough to get on those bigger jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah. And although the drones can, quote, kind of fly themselves, at least if they have the yes. GPS, um, they can fly themselves, but that doesn't mean you're going to get anything that looks good unless you've like practiced and kind of know how yes. to like, get smooth shots, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So that for me, I also, I watched a ton of YouTube <laughs> a ton yeah. of YouTube videos and tutorials on like how to get good drone footage.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. So sounds like you're uh, a super learner too, because like you get yes. into research and all this stuff.
1: Oh yeah. I like to know everything beforehand, so I feel comfortable with it. So then I'm not nervous on the shoot um, or people then, don't question. Yeah.
0: And then, so that's kind of a great way to get started. And then what would you say when they're looking, Hey, I want, all right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get my first client. How do I do that? Like, what would you say to them on getting their first kind of paying
1: client? I'd say social media yeah. is a great, a great platform to use. Everyone's on it. Um, I'd say jump in with the, the realtors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't, they don't pay very well, but starting out, you're not going to make very much anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think that the more jobs you get under your belt, the better. Cool. And just, so you just be, you start DMing a bunch of real estate people. Yeah, just trying to get everyone's drones. on Instagram. They love nice. their social media stuff. Love so it. then in return, having a good, a good, um, a grid that kind of showcases yeah. what you do. Okay. So having a lot of drone stuff, if that's what you want to focus on that when they click on your profile, they, Oh yeah, some cool stuff. And it's, it's organized.
0: Yep. Cool. I like that. And then uh, finally, uh, where can people find out more about you? And we'll we'll link up your website, Instagram, all that stuff in the in the show notes. Um, But just in case people don't go to the show notes, uh, where can people find out more about you, your company, all that?
1: Yeah. So you should just be able to Google search Bentley Studios, and then my website and my Google My Business will come right up. But then my website is bentleystudiosusa.com, and then on social media I'm Bentley dot studios. And then my personal one is Liam Bentley underscore 15. And that's where I'm at. Sweet.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Liam. I really appreciate it, man. And, uh, and I hope to have you back on in the future. Um, but yeah, you shared a lot of awesome stuff. Congrats at a lot of success at such a relatively young age. Uh, so, uh, loves talking to you, man.
1: Awesome. No, thank you for having me on.
0: All right. Appreciate it. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Liam of Bentley Studios. Um, again, really enjoyed talking to him. He's an awesome guy, and um, I just really enjoyed that podcast episode. So, um, quick reminder, if you haven't already, now that you've listened to the episode, go back to the email that you received uh, announcing this podcast episode, and there will be a link there to a, a little form, a question or two, Um, about the podcast might be two truths and a lie type of style it might be a free form question something in there about the podcast and if you get the question right you will be entered to win uh, one of the five prizes we're giving away and you can list which order you would like uh, the prizes kind of your preferences Um, so do that and then after a week we will um, pick five winners and we will email everyone uh, and let you know who won also one more thing i wanted to mention before i let you go um, if you're not familiar with the podcast, we have exclusive course discounts for podcast listeners. Again, you guys are some of our closest supporters and allies, and we want to reward you for being a podcast listener and enjoying this. So there is a page on our website that's not linked anywhere. You have to type it in to get there directly. It is DroneLaunchAcademy.com D1K, so D, the number one, the letter K, and then discount no S, just D1K discount. So dronelaunchacademycom slash D1K discount and you'll see our courses listed there uh, with some course discounts only for podcast listeners. Um, You can't access it anywhere else, it's not searchable, Um, it's only for you guys. So uh, go there, find it, get some discounts on courses if you're interested in that, Um, but if you're just here to soak up some podcast knowledge, that's great too, happy to have you. All right, that's it for episode one. Really pumped for next week episode two. And again, we're going to have those same, um, quiz and prizes and stuff. So be on the lookout for that in the email, um, jump in there and answer some questions and win some prizes, free courses, free swag, interviews with the podcast guests or interview slash calls with podcast guests. All right, everyone take care.